Welcome to another episode of Same Old Dick New Magnums. Hey. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Let me introduce myself. I'm none other than the fabulous drama, Dupree. <laughs> and you're listening to The John Effect Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy John as he enjoys entertaining each and every one of you. Now, let's dive into this episode's top. Very pleasant good evening, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 320. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Senior Master of Ceremonies, Cuban Roast in the Flesh, Fidel Cashflow, the Podcast Prince, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds, on these hoes, Cheekbone Jones, Three Bun Poppy, Bro Livia Pope, the Young OG, John Quixote, John Stradamus, Juancito Fuego, the Young OG, BKA, often imitated, never duplicated, cannot be replaced. And I am back in the motherfucking place to be. Hey guys, what's up? What's cracking? Let's get into some housekeeping. So, with the show, I'm everywhere all at once. I'm super interactive. Follow your boy on Twitter, the John Effect X. When you listen to the show, Live tweet. Use the hashtag PodQB. Also, when you see links for the show, when your timeline, retweet those. When you see links for the show, press the heart icon. It helps the show potentially pop up on other people's timelines, and that gives me the opportunity to potentially get new eyes and ears on the show. And like I said before, like I'm not stopping. Like I'm still going to promote this show as if I am a new jack on the scene. And you know, I have ascended to elder statesman in this podcast in the community. So it's nothing's changing over here. I'm still gonna promote. So if you do me a solid there, I would appreciate it. I'm on social media other places. You can follow me on TikTok, the John Effect. You can follow me on Instagram, The John Effect. If you want to listen, or excuse me, if you want to follow the podcast page, um, it's The John Effect Pod. Um, also, go over to Facebook.com. If Facebook is your thing, go over there, Facebook.com forward slash The John Effect Podcast. Not only do I have links for this show, I have links for shows that I listen to. And I fuck with. And I kind of want to say this. I am still an avid podcast listener. Like, 
let me say, podcast that I cannot get enough of that I am waiting with bated breath each week for them to release. Ratchet Ramblings is at the top of my list. Views from the Seven is at the top of my list. Don't Judge Me podcast is at the top of my list. Those are some of my favorite podcasts. So I want you guys to explore them and have them become a part of your podcast docket. Um, also, you can listen to the show so many places. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. So when you listen on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please write a review. Rate the show four or five stars. Also, you can listen to the show on Spotify. Spotify also gives you the ability to rate the show. So if you're a podcast listener and you listen on Spotify, show your boy some love there. Also, you can listen on Spotify for podcasters. You can listen on Overcast. You can listen on Acast. You can listen on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. You can listen on Rockin' Republic. You can listen on Audible, Amazon. Your boy is in these streets. I I appreciate all of you out there. Um, so let's get into some personal effects. 40, yo, 40 is right around the corner. And this is my promise. This is a threat. This is me standing 10 toes down. I refuse to be anything but 40 and fine. So let, 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 let me just say this. I'm arriving at 40 in like three weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks. I don't know. But I'm going to be fine as fuck. This body is going to be on point. I, I, I'm, in a, I, I'm approaching a whole new era. Y'all niggas and Justin are going to be sick of me because like, I have never felt as confident as I do. And I don't know if it's because 40 is right around the corner, but I've just been in the pocket. Like, I feel like everything has been elevated and this is my season. And I want to share my season with those that support me. And, you know, I'm going to just say this. You're going to get into these cheekbones. You're going to get into these shoulders. You're going to get into this frame. You're going to get into this skin. You're going to get into this hair. Uh, we uh, Granted, this spring has been very chilly, but as it warms up, prepare to see this chest. Prepare to see these thighs. Prepare to see these legs. Prepare to catch the Cuban roast in the flesh. And as I say that, I remember when I was approaching 30, I want to say I was 26, 27. I was like, I don't want to be single. I don't want to be single, 30 and gay. And that really harps in my mind on a daily basis. And it caused me to get into relationships that I did not want to get into. And here I am, 40 right around the corner. And I am okay if 40 has me single. And 41 has me single. Okay, if, if if my 40s as a whole collectively has me single, that's okay. I am open to whatever, whether it is something casual, whether it is something serious. My only thing is dating has changed in the last decade. And 
my thing is I have to be adaptable. I feel like I am adaptable, but there are certain things I'm not, I'm not going to compromise on. I'm not trying to deal with no niggas that are not well adjusted. And I, I listen to older shows and I'm like, a part of the charm of the early episodes were that I was in these streets dating and getting to know different men and, and seeing what could potentially happen. And I kind of miss that. And now that the pandemic is no longer a national emergency and the world is kind of back to pre-pandemic vibes, I'm like, ah, okay. I'm going to say this. The pandemic may not be a national emergency, but I am still practicing social distancing. In fact, I've been practicing social distancing since 1983. And um, it's six feet over here, baby. It's six feet. In, in most spaces, I am wearing a mask. Um, and that's just, it is what it is. But I'm, I'm open to dating. You know, I, I have great examples. And I've said this on the show before. Like, fatherhood is off the table. And that, that's probably the biggest blow to me. I'm like, damn, I never got to be someone's father. And that that hurts. But the show must go on. Um, I don't know if I'll be anyone's husband. Will I be someone's longtime partner? Perhaps. I don't know. Who, who knows what's in the stars? But I'm open. Like, I'm really putting myself back out there on the dating scene. I am open to men, 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 whether you are a cis man or a trans man, you know, holla at your mans. <laughs> My DMs are open. Just don't come at me on some creep shit. Come at me on some respectable shit. At the end of the day, I am a respectable guy. Like I, I have some cooth and I have some, you know, things to me, but please. Also, I'm, I'm just going to warn you guys, um, it's been back-to-back -back recording. Jackie and I recorded last night, and it, <laughs> I got fucked up. Like, I I got fucked up. Uh, so just letting you know, don't judge me. Judge your dick second step moms. When you listen to Jackie and John in two weeks, just know that it, 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 your boy got drunk. I mean, but, you know, it's, it's no surprise that John Salvatore is drunk on the mic. Um, that's all I got. So I'm going to drink this drink and we'll be back with gold, silver, bronze. So, you know, just hang tight. Just hang tight. I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly my money is for me. I said what I said, everything on the docket, allegedly, 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 allegedly. All right, let's get into the first item on the docket. I love Shamar Moore. I've always loved Shamar Moore. I think he is one of the nicest men that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, he's good vibes. He He's a talented actor. A lot of people don't give him credit for his art because they're like, oh, he's just a pretty boy, and he's a goofball, and he's a cornball, and he's possibly gay. And, I mean, everybody has their own opinions. He recently was dealt news that SWAT, his show on CBS, which is currently in its or wrapped up its sixth season, is being canceled. 
and it's not being canceled for lack of ratings. It's actually doing the best numbers it's done in a while. But a thing in television is the older a show gets, the more, excuse me, the higher the production cost totals up. And that was the major decision behind the show eventually being canceled this season without a proper send-off. Well, Shamar came out. He had some fiery things to say, but he did not teeter into the disrespectful zone, especially going against CBS, which is a big a big entity and a longtime employer for him for probably the better part of his entire career. Um, they received the message. The reversal happened, so the show is no longer going to be canceled. They are going to get their seventh and final season. Now, this kind of bleeds into the next item on the docket. The writer's strike is underway. So, congratulations on Shamar getting the seventh season. But here's the thing. We don't know how long the writer's strike is going to last. We don't know if it's going to be weeks. We don't know if it's going to be months. That means that a lot of projects are either halting production, have canceled production. I want to say the last time that this was a big issue was probably 2007, uh, 2007, 2008, that that year for entertainment and some shows were casualties some shows had reduced seasons uh a big loss for me and i remember the strike going down live at that time was girlfriends was canceled with the reduced season with no proper send-off because of the writer's strike heroes is probably the biggest casualty of the writer's strike as far as the quality of a show lasting through the strike and then quickly falling off and being done with uh, right now, Blade <laughs> Blade has had so many issues with production, with writers, with directors, with cast dropping out, cast being placed, that this writer's strike might have been the nail on the coffin because who knows if Blade is actually going to come to fruition. I was talking to my good friend Rain Coleman the other day, and I think I said this on Twitter, I said it on social media, I said it on podcast. I am I'm an MCU fan. I think there is oversaturation. I and I, I don't want to sound like an old fogey and talk about, you know, the good old days. I feel with Disney Plus, I love Disney Plus. It's probably the streamer that I watch the most. But when it comes to content, everybody does not need their own show. Maybe a special presentation. Everyone doesn't need their own show. Everyone doesn't need their own movie. There, I, I could, if I if I had my say, half the projects in production or half the projects that came out in the last year probably would not seen the light of day because it's like it's too much like i'm i'm all about quantity when the quality is there and i think you know some of these characters which i'm all for representation again not every property needs to be brought to the screen with that person being the forefront but i mean I, money moves the world because if you would have asked me 10 years ago would the gardens of the galaxy uh have made sense to make a movie, I would have told you no. 
I didn't like the comics as a kid. I thought it was dumb. I'm like, there are far better teams you can put out there. But whatever. Who cares? It is what it is. Uh, so we're going to go over to our next item on the docket. I'm Cuban. I'm fiery by design. I'm a fighter. I am known to dot I's and cross T's. Like, I'm known to be a nigga that when I say it's on site, it's on site, and I am going to deliver. Uh, I am not the formidable John Salvatore for no reason. Uh, I will say this. I know... I'm, how do I say this? I have a lot to lose. In certain situations, I don't mind risking it when it comes to, you know, doing what I got to do. I could not imagine fighting anyone I call a brother. I could not imagine fighting anyone close to me. Like, I could never see me and Ray ever disagreeing to the point that we come to Sristikovs. I also am well-adjusted and live by the honor code and bro code. I wish... Christopher Maurice Brown felt the same way. And again, all of this is allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So let's paint the picture. It's Las Vegas. Usher is having the Friends and Lovers Festival out there. A lot of artists are headlining, performing. Uh, I saw some great clips. We had Mariah Carey. We had Christina Aguilera. We had Missy Elliott. Of course, we had Usher. He brought up Ari Lennox or Ari Lennox and Summer Walker, Snooze Snooze. But for those of that like that music, I'm sure you enjoyed your artists. So it's funny because I remember, I want to say days prior to this breaking on social media, I saw an interview where Usher was singing Chris Brown's praises. Not literally. He was, he was speaking very highly of him, and that's his brother, and nothing but love and admiration. And then when I saw this, I'm like, yo, Chris, are you tweak? I'm not making excuses for Chris. We all know he plays with his nose. But I'm like, what really happened that your crew allegedly had to jump Usher Raymond the fourth? That is wild to me. And then it made me pause. I'm like, ah, stories are put out there. Because I thought it was, I mean, I guess the show must go on. Because Chris got into another argument or a, a brouhaha during Missy Elliott's set. And I'm just like, okay. And still was able to perform. And, and Usher was like, still pretty. Which, I mean, that's a pretty motherfucker. But I'm just like, I, I, I don't even know at this point. What Chris can do, he, like, it's not even crisis management at this because, point because Olivia Pope couldn't even save him. Because it's like, dog, you need to, I feel like Chris needs to step away. And I know this is Kayla's problematic fave. He needs to step away, take some time to reflect and like really grow up. Like, bruh. You are in your mid-30s. Like, this kind of carrying on is not, it's not it. It's just not. 
speaking of lovers and friends and, and aforementioned uh, performers, congratulations to Missy Elliott, who alongside Chaka Khan is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is dope. She is the first female rapper uh, to be inducted. So congratulations to a VA legend in her own right. Living legends. Um, let's see. Is that all for the docket? I'm sauced up, but I'm like relaxed. Let's see. I don't have anything else. So I'll catch you guys for Gold Silver Bronze. Hang tight. It's that time, guys. It's time for gold, silver, bronze. Let's get it. On last week's gold, silver, bronze, <laughs> you guys know I was fucked up. I was fucked up doing recording. I was fucked up during sequencing. I know you guys heard the dur, 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 like several times during last week's recording. I, I'm i not going to apologize because it may happen again. And it would be dumb to apologize about stuff that could potentially happen again. You guys know I get on this mic and on this board and, you know, I be sauced out of my mind sometimes. Uh, I'm usually good about the sequencing and the playback of things and it's a little spotty when it comes to recording but yeah i wanted to point that out and when i was doing you know the editing editing air quotes last week i said shit i ain't changing it though because i'm fucked up but last week was about girl groups of the 90s i'm flipping it this week's edition of gold silver bronze are all about male groups from the 90s I have handpicked three dynamic male bands, and we are going to take some of their biggest singles, and we are going to rank them. You and I, the audience, me, your quirky host, John Salvatore, and you, the awesome audience out there, and we're going to rank them gold, silver, bronze. First entry, Jodeci with Forever My Lady, the second single from their debut album, also titled Forever My Lady, released August 13th, 1991, produced by Albie Shore and Devontae Swing, peaked at number 25 on the Hot 100 and number one on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs. Next up, Boys to Men with Motown Philly, the lead single from their debut album, Cooley High Harmony, released April 30th, 1991, produced by Dallas Austin, took the number three spot on the Hot 100 and peaked at number four on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Last, and I promise you certainly not least, Tony Tony Tone with Feels Good, the third single from their sophomore album, The Revival, released June 15, 1990, produced by Tony Tony Tone, peaked at number nine on the Hot 100 and number 85 on UK Singles. So guys, we are tasked with who gets gold, who gets silver, who gets bronze. Let me know in the thread for this episode who's going to get that. If you want to even email the show, that's cool. It might be a little late when I read it back. But, you know, I always want to know what you guys feel 
um, are superior of the song choices that I present to you or album choices that I present to you. So this one's going to be a little, no. So when these songs came out, I was seven and eight. So I want to say I really got into the music more so five or six years later. Um, because hmm. I want to say when I was in the early 90s, who I really listened to was Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Lionel Richie, and Donna Summer, and a lot of disco, a lot of disco artists, too many to name. <sighs> Let's see. Okay. I am going to give my gold to Motown Philly. Like, th this is when I say timeless music exists. All of these selections are timeless because we are 30 years out and these harmonies, this production, these vocals have stood the test of time. So I'm giving Motown Philly my gold. No, no, actually, no. Let me walk it back. Hell no. I am giving Tony, Tony, Tone, Feels Good, my emphatic gold. Like, this this is such a breezy summer song. I remember I was in, I was in my shits the summer of 2019. I was just, it was just, it was, a, this was before, I guess, the, the quote of soft boy life. I, I was in my soft boy era, uh, summer 2019. Um, and I remember just cruising and blasting this, you know, at ignorant levels through the city. Uh, so it's going to get my gold. Motown Philly, I'm going to give a very, 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 very close silver. Um, as far as bronze, a moderately paced bronze for Jodeci. Don't judge me. Don't come at me for what I'm about to say. But this is my platform. And I'm going to speak what I want to speak on my shit. I've never been a huge Jodeci fan. I'm not going to be a revisionist. They are right. Like, they just... I feel like they were great in the pocket. But they did not stand the test of time as far as a collective. If we're being... You know, honest, quiet as it's kept. I feel like Jodeci, excuse me, I feel like Casey and JoJo kind of surpassed, you know, Jodeci the way that Beyonce surpassed and, and lapped Destiny's Child. But yeah, so guys, again, if you want to leave a review, email the show, you can do so. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, go over to that, search the John Effect Podcast. Rate the show four or five stars. Leave a nice little review. And I would love to start reading those back on air. Um, like I said, if you want some advice, I've been around the sun almost 40 times. You know, I'm pretty smart. I'm no Sheldon Cooper, but, you know, I'm pr my brain's pretty large, as well as my dick. So, you know, email the show. I would love to, you know, use that space more and, and you know, bring different textures and vibes to the show. So email the show, the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. You want to potentially collaborate. I'm all in it. I'm in it to win it, baby. 
Um, but yeah, this concludes another episode of the John Effect Podcast. As always, thank you all for your continued support. You guys are fucking amazing. You're fucking awesome. Pat yourselves on the back. Get your dick sucks. Get your titties licked. And just all of who you guys are. So until next time, I will see you, sweet lovers of liberty, later. Bye, guys. Bye. Yo, what up, Mr. John Salvatore, Mr. Cheekbone Jones, uh, Podcast QB, and a slew of other monikers. This is Jay, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast, my cousin and partner in crime sends his love. That would be Jared. Just wanted to call in and say happy six-year anniversary to you. Thank you for your words, your point of view, and thank you for your voice in this community in this very, very big podcast world. Big And a big thank you to you for rocking with us over the past six years. Um, it's definitely not been an easy feat to stay glued in and tuned in to producing a podcast for so long. And on behalf of me and Jared, the virtual seat is always open for you to come on, talk your shit, and black out with us. As always, much love and respect to you. This is Jay, hashtag Blackout Podcast, and I'm out. Peace.